This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Gutierrez here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And what means, oh, he's my buddy, my close pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend. He bleeds green and white, orange and blue, just like myself. And the blue, gray and white, because we, we don't talk about the Yankees, but we got to make it known that we're Yankees, Jets, Knicks fans. And well, they're locked out, so we're locked out, too. They're locked out. We're locked out, but <laughs> it's okay. We got, we got two teams that are they're still killing us deep inside, so we can talk about we can talk about the green and white today. We'll talk about the, the Knicks later this week. <laughs> John, my buddy, how you doing today, bro? How you been? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, getting ready to travel uh, for Christmas and New Year's. So we had our family Christmas, uh, you know, just trying to close up some business before uh, I head out for the rest of the end of 2021. Hopefully it's mm-hmm. negative COVID. I'm um, getting the booster tomorrow, getting more Africa boosters on Tuesday. Things are happening over here, but nothing is helping on the sports side of my life, man, because the Jets are in the dump and the, the Knicks all have COVID. I mean, not, nothing nothing is good right now. The we only, can't have nice things, bro. <laughs> the, the only like sl, like sliver of hope I have is now the Detroit Lions are 2-11-1. And Jacksonville's two and twelve, meaning the Jets are still fourth, but there's a path. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a path to get into the top two, top three, which could land Hutchinson. So I, that's my. I mean, talk about silver lining. That, that's all I. Got. That's all I got for you. But uh, I'm chilling, man. It's freezing out in New York. I think winter yep. finally just decided to come over here. How's Boston, man? How's that next Boston game? It's mad brick. Uh, Nick's Boston. It was good, man. Shout out to Chris Shaman, his son Tyler, his friend Dan for for sending everything at Banners, man. It was a good time. Got to see our boy Peter Dewey over at Betsided. That was awesome. Hung out with Drew from the Strickland. He was on our podcast earlier with Schwinn. So go check that episode out too. Uh, for you guys who haven't catched that and got to hang out with our boy Los. So it was a, it was a good time, man. You know, didn't end up uh, the way we wanted. Nick's were never does, man. <laughs> Never does. Uh, they made it an interesting game, nonetheless. You know, had to get some chirping in with these Boston fans. New York always shows out for these Celtics Knicks games, so it's always great seeing the orange and blue and to see a green. And let me tell you, man, when it was the third quarter, we were up. You could just see it. it we just erupted, man. You just saw patches. We were about to split. Like we were about to split the ocean, man. That, that's how. That's how it was at the sea of green. It was just. It was just beautiful. But like I said, doesn't doesn't end. Doesn't end with there, so, and then you think it ends with the Jets. It doesn't end there, so it, it, more struggle. You thought I thought the Jets were actually going to clean this pal with the way they open up this game, man. Sheesh! So let's get into it, man. Because New York Jets, truly, 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 a tale of two halves. Yeah. One thing you're like, whoa, it's a lot of turnaround defense. and the defense, defense, offense. Let's start. Let's start. let's start with the defense in the beginning, dude. I couldn't. I was in shock. Honestly, how well the defense was doing. 
I'm not shocked at how bad Tua was doing. I'm bad, I'm shocked at how well <laughs> the Jets were doing because Gerard Davis was on top was on top of his game. CJ Mosley was filling every hole. Tua couldn't complete a pass. It couldn't run the ball. And you know who Duke Johnson owns us generally. Duke Johnson owns the Jets always. I didn't realize that Duke Johnson would be getting the start due to, you know, the COVID in the Miami backfield. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that he'd be the fourth string guy up. Uh, man, he loves to get touchdowns against the Jets. But, dude, that first half, I was like, oh, we got something going. You know, I, I even had this rationale in my head, Alex. This is the first team that we played twice, not named the New England Patriots, you know, led by Bill Belichick. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this is like a thing where Zach Wilson sees the same team twice and he gets up for it. Same with the coordinators and the coach. You know what I mean? It's the first time to lost versus the same team. The guy not named Bill Belichick. There has to be something to that. And we came out hot and I was hyped. I was like, okay, you know, you know that, um, that graphic that goes around Jets Twitter where it has, you know, the cycle. And we're at the yep. cycle now where we're going to win some games to keep it close, to trick us into thinking that we had a productive season, at least in the end. I mean, I thought that's where this was going. Was oh, like, oh this man. Is, this is it. Like, we're going to get that. Like, this is it. We're going to play fantastic. People are going to talk about our defense being good for the first time, you know, in literally 15 weeks. But as you said in the beginning, it was a tale of two halves. And the Dolphins figured us out. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they were asleep at the wheel the first half. However, dude, like, how can how can the Jets play well with, with their third string left tackle now? He's not even a left tackle. We have Braxton Berrios and Jameson Crowder on the edges. On the edges. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have Elijah, uh, Elijah Riley, who we were just talking praises with him last week. You know, Jets media with Richie. Mm-hmm. And the guy gets carted off the field. That so, was a scary hit, dude. That was a scary hit. Like, we're, no, like not only is he shaking up the team because you know it's obviously a traumatic hit. We're on a ninth string safety too, so I, I was I was really impressed with how he came out, especially mm-hmm. versus the Dolphins in Miami. Squished the fish. We're not you know here to roll over. So I was happy with that. All those positives aside. <laughs> that second half, man, was absolutely atrocious. Even, I mean, there was a there was a way at the end there to put some deodorant, to put some cologne. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. almost like a high school kid in the in the locker room, like spray that body axe all over before you go. Yeah. Oh my we god. Won, we almost won the game at the end there. We had a shot, but nah, man, we stink. We stink just as a high school kid after gym class. <laughs> like no amount of axe. Could help this team, dude. Third string, <laughs> left tackle, no wide receivers. Uh, uh, let's call it. Let's call it as is. I know you want to say it. An amateur rookie quarterback as well. So all that stuff came together. That's, dude, that's a that's an L. It was. And the thing is that you watch this. Since we're starting on the defense first and we'll get to the offense later because we're going to have stuff to talk about Zach Wilson, especially from uh, a tweet from our boy DJ Bienemy. So we're going to save that for last. He's, well, he's getting to the heat in those post game, uh, post game press conferences. Now I love Bro, it. He, love is, he is, he's getting comfortable. Yeah. yeah he it. is getting very comfortable. He's, <laughs> I mean, he got to experience the full on jet experience this season. Like can you imagine first year on the <laughs> in 15 beat, weeks. 
it, it, <laughs> it is up all, and down. Yo, he felt it all. Guys, if you have not checked out last week's pod with Richie Mora, please go check it out because he does. It's a perfect soliloquy of how this season's been up and down, roller coaster ride, just everything. He, he did such a great job just pinpointing every single moment. Definitely go check that out because he is, it is accurate, like how up and down the season is and still up and down. But anyway, the defense today, man, like you think we come out at half, it's 10, it's uh, 17 10. Jets are leading first substantial lead we've had at all this it, season. I, which, I don't, it's not a fact check. And just really off the top of my head, is that the first lead, like touchdown lead we've had at half this year? Uh, full on touchdown lead, like a full yeah. seven point. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah, dude, was. seven points, bro. Yeah, That's seven points. No, it, it, it looked bad improvement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the improvement we're talking about. <laughs> I was, was like, whoa, we, we started seven points. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. We started off with a tie. Then it was by a field goal. Now we're doing touchdowns. Oh, man, we're moving, moving on up, baby. Moving up to the east side. Woo. But, hey. The defense came out. They showed out where they were pressuring Tua. They were they were doing a decent job containing the run for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then second half comes around and we give up, uh, you know, over 100 yards to Duke Johnson, of all people. So, Well, that's what not I'm saying. Really, it's not, I'm not even shocked by that because I, I, as soon as I saw his name, like as soon as he ran that ball, because I wasn't really paying attention too much this week until, you know, the Miami depth chart. Like, give me a break. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do not want to watch this game for gambling purposes. I barely, I only want to watch the Jets for the Jets. Like, I don't care about the Dolphins right now. And if I have to care about them, eventually I will. Cause at this point, they're in the hunt. Like, they are seriously in the hunt right Dude, now. So if I have to, if I have to seven, pay seven. To them later, I, I mean, they're, they're blitz happy. I just hate them. So I just don't respect them. I don't hate, I don't even hate them. I just don't respect them. You know what I mean? I really don't. I, I have, I like Flores, but that's it. Like they just and and their corners like they're I've always loved their secondary their corners and I, I just can't give that excuse though for Zach I I know we're gonna talk about the offense later but there was an opportunity today man there was <laughs> are we allowed to say that Zach Wilson's putting up those R J Barrett stat lines like come yeah. on dude he can't be twelve for twenty three like he can't like he. he <sighs> Like, we're gonna say we're gonna say we're gonna save Mr. Wilson. Thirteen for twenty three. I'm so sorry. We're gonna say we're gonna save QBR Mr. QBR is eleven, bro. Eleven. We're gonna save Mr. We're gonna save Mr. Wilson for later. But I want to finish up with defense because 11. because hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get over to the offense, we gotta give a shout out to to our our guy Brandon Eccles with the first pick six of this oh, season, yeah. my man. First pick six. Yo, sexy. that he read it. Perfectly. You want to talk about guys that are improving? Bryce Hall, Brandon Eccles are improving right before our eyes. Have we found the number one corner yet? No, but we got two good number two corners in my eyes. That's that's what it looks like right now. Okay. Sure, we could see we someone could take another leap next season, but the way these guys are progressing on the edges, like I'm impressed, guy. I'm impressed, bro. Okay, like, that's fair. On the defense, did, did did Michael Carter get hurt at the end, or did Gidry just replace him for a bad play? I I. I forget yeah, if Michael Carter. Sure. Uh, I wonder. I'm dude, not sure. There's been. I don't know if we have a nickel. Every year we draft a nickel, and I don't think we have a nickel. It was so funny today. We're watching Buster. He's a gadget. He's, he's a, I mean, Goodry's a gadget player because he can blitz because he's got speed. Um, that's what they like that's to what use the him for. Yeah. yeah. Well, they can do some bit of coverage. But Goodry's cover. not. He, he can't. That's the thing. He can't yeah. cover. So you want to use Michael Carter if you want to cover. Uh, I'm not that sold on Michael Carter. I guess that's where I'm going with this. I, 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 that's I, res- fine. I, I respect your opinion on all the other guys. I'm just Michael Carter. 
I, I want him to be on the team. I want him to compete next year, but I'm not sold on Michael Carter and no, Bryce and that, Huff. To be honest with you, Bryce Huff, dude, you've been calling it out from the very, very beginning, Alex. I don't know if you remember. You've been calling him out from the very beginning like, yo, if you're going to QB spy, then cover a QB spy. If you're going to get back, then he just can't do it. Huff can't do it. Like, I'm, I'm, I like him. He's a nice guy. Like, I, I've been on him, <laughs> but I, dude, I, he's been really getting new, to me. That's the most New York thing. He's a nice guy, but you know, <laughs> I doesn't just, really I do his want, job. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, him and Michael Carter have been hurting me a little bit. Just when, if I could be nitpicky with those two positions, because of course, our secondary and our D line are best units on our defense. Mm hmm. However, I, 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 I would say that, um, ah, yeah, th- those two, th- those two, the, the people that get the most minutes, the most snaps on our team, Carter and Huff, oh, disappoint me a little bit. But, dude, are, are, like you said, Hall, Eccles, I mean, there's nothing bad you could say about those guys. Those guys are here for the absolute future of this team. So, yeah. And we'll get more into the defense. But, John, you know what we got to do right now. We got this live ad read, okay? We got to do this live ad read. Guys, you know who you know we're the official Knicks and Jets podcast of Fansided, right? Right? And Fansided is owned by Minute Media. And who else does Minute Media own? The Players Tribune, okay? And there's a podcast over at the Players Tribune that you guys got to go check out. It's called the Knucklehead Podcast, all right? Threes to the Dome, baby. Threes to the Dome. It's hosted by former NBA players, Q Richardson, Quinton Richardson, we'll give him the full name, former New York Nick, give him, give him his respect, and it's so great that as a Knicks podcast as well, <laughs> we get to say this man too, and Darius Miles. The Knuckleheads podcast brings on some of the best NBA players, past and present, to have totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture, and basketball nostalgia. They're in their seventh season of doing the podcast, and they brought on guests such as Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Sue Bird, DeMar DeRozan, so, guys, make sure to go check that podcast out, okay? They also bring out musicians and other entertainers as well, high-profile people in those fields as well. So make sure to go over and check out the Knuckleheads podcast brought to you by the Players' Tribune, and they're on all listening platforms, okay? Now let's get back to there, this, John. Wait, while you're there, the Darius Miles Players' Tribune about his life growing up, unbelievable, unbelievable. And while you're there, Demarius Thomas, article about his his mother and his upbringing also unbelievable you know r.i.p uh to dt both of those articles are unbelievable of course there's other players tribute articles that you should get into but for if you if you read darius miles players tribune there is literally no chance you not listen to that podcast i'll, I'll tell you that right now ah, i gotta go check i gotta go check out the darius miles uh it's really uh, good dude. piece it's really i do good. like I, I love the players tribune they, they do yeah. they do such an awesome job man listen to athlete stories man it's such a great, yeah. such first a great hand. way. Yeah, That's firsthand, sick. bringing perspective. I really do enjoy it. Shout out to the back. <laughs> Shout out to the guy, man. Shout out to the guy. But let's get back into this, John. Let's wrap up on the defense and move over to this offense. You know, we had our two usual suspects killing it in the middle of the field with uh, C.J. Mosley and uh, Quincy Williams. Those guys just getting in on all the tackles, man. We're talking about double digits. We're talking about 11 Pretty sure it was 11 for, yep, 11 for Quincy Williams, 14 for CJ Mosley. These guys, these guys are killing it, man. Obviously it's <laughs> tough because we need, we need also linebackers that could work in coverage. 
you saw that who are getting attacked out I'm ready for the draft. Well. Don't worry. Don't worry, Alex. I'm scouting right now. They're coming. <laughs> Thank you. I've been screaming Mika Parsons. You see, you see how Mika Parsons looks. You see it. <laughs> we're, we're, don't worry. Draft is right around the corner, baby. <laughs> even though, even though uh Mike Gasecki didn't go off, uh, he had five for 43 yards. 20 yarder was the longest, and he had eight to targets. So it wasn't too bad. It wasn't as bad as we previously we we previously seen, but that Duke Johnson catch for 20 yards, that pissed me off so much. So I don't yeah, know who no. that's on. Like, I didn't watch it. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that's on the linebacker. Like, that 20-yard catch really pissed me off. So, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's yeah, tough, I, man. <laughs> Yo, it is tough. It's tough out here for this defense. But the linebackers. I think, <laughs> yeah. And then you see, I think I think we could see uh, Q Will, Quinn and Williams, uh, struggling a little bit. With uh, playing through injury, so he's trying to tough it out, man. As as I said, you know he, he hurt his shoulder, so he wants to finish the season strong. He likes the the season that he's had. He doesn't want to be out, but you, you can see it's a little rough, man. But overall, this defense, this defense. Ah, to see Jim to give up to give up twenty one points, uh, well more than twenty one points, but to give up over twenty was it twenty plus points in the second half? It's not all on the defense because the other side of the ball which we can get into right now, has to do their job, okay? When it comes to... Sheldon Rankins. First of all, Sheldon Rankins and C.J. Mosley. Those are my MVPs today. I know Rankins didn't get on the board much, but I like the way he played today. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just looking at the offense, and we came out guns a-blazing in the first half, right? And it then was non-existent in the second half. And you can't not put this on Zach Wilson, and this is, we're going to do it right now because this is where DJ's tweet comes in. You know, he asked Zach Wilson at the end of the game, uh, how much responsibility falls on him that the offense is averaging 16 points and hasn't crossed 300 yards since he's been back under center. And Zach Wilson's response is, yeah, I don't worry about that stuff. And DJ thinks it's not a good look for the QB. And then you have guys like Bart Scott, Ledger Doosable, and uh, Willie Colon. Uh, given their takes on it, obviously, uh, so Ledger and, and Bart didn't, weren't too thrilled with it. Willie Cologne was more understanding. John, where do you sit uh-huh. with, with this feeling? Uh, damn, uh, I was hoping you told me what you thought first, but I'll, 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 I'll go into it, man. I, first of all, shout out to DJ. He's a friend of the show, a friend of ours. I'm glad that he's starting to get comfortable out here and ask, you know, the hard questions. And, you know, I, I forgot which one of, uh, honestly, all those guys on SNY are boys, right? Whether it's Doosable, whether it's Cologne, whether it's Bart Scott, we love those guys. We love their mm-hmm. opinion. We listen to them literally every week and daily. On, uh, uh, and so we, we respect them. We know they're in tune with the Jets. And one of them said it, and they were so right. DJ is calling out Zach Wilson right in front of his face. Like, uh, like uh, uh, on the very face of what's happening, he is straight up to Zach Wilson's face like, yo, translation, yo, Mike White, Joe Flacco, and even Josh Johnson all play better than you in this offense. Like, what's up? And obviously, Zach Wilson has to be the quarterback and of the, of the, of the New York football team. You know what I mean? Like, regardless, like of the New York media, and he has to not put any of those players under the bus because of injuries. He he cannot say anything bad about the players that are on the field with him. 
and he has to be humble, right? Like right off the bat, like no matter what the question is, he, that's the very baseline. He can't say anything bad about the coaches. He has to put on him on himself. Where Zach Wilson is sitting, the season's over, obviously. However, for him, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, one week after the injury, I mean, after, uh, yeah, we came back the game with the injury in the post-game press conference. He said, you know what? This is a new year for me. I had the first half of the year. I played terrible. I got injured. I came back this game. Next, like now this is a new year. So I really do believe that in his head, the, the whole Jets team with the floor up in the booth, like it's a whole new season. Like remember, mm-hmm. remember that whole thing where we couldn't even like pass the ball? Like that's not even a thing anymore. Like it's a whole new regime, I believe. And that's where I think Zach Wilson's going. And I'm, I'm kind of siding with Cologne uh, on this mm-hmm. one. It, what do you want Zach Wilson to do? Like, what do you want? What is the perfect answer there? To say, yeah, man, we need to get it right. Like, okay, like that, that's what I try to do. I always try to put myself in, in, in that guy's. We're old enough, Alex. You know, we're attorneys. We've had to sit and answer hard questions and, <laughs> and in public. You know what I mean? And you just put yourself in his position. How should he answer that? Yeah, dude, you know, we've had tough times. We've had, you know, we're, we're, we're working on it. We're trying to get better day by day, week by week. And as long as we, you know, get better from last week, I think that's an improvement. Like, yeah, of course, if you say something like, I don't care, everybody's going to jump back at you. The guy, oh, yeah. the guy, that, the guy that you asked the question to, <laughs> you know, asked the question, he's going to, he's going to definitely be pissed about the answer and all the naysayers. Dude, we're three and 11. Like my friend, like, okay, so we had like people coming over, right? For Christmas, whatever. And they know I'm a Jets fanatic, right? And they like make a fun. My aunt's like, you're obsessed. Like, he's like, cause there's Jets hats all over, like Jets Christmas hats all over. So they're like, you know, joking around. And then like one of them just like jokingly like pulled out like the schedule just to see, like they don't know anything about football. So they're like checking the NFL standings. Like, let me just look at the Jets. And they're like, yo, they're three and 10. Like they're three and 10, three and 10. And you root for this team? Like, you go to London for this team? Like, you get cold for this team? I was just like, yeah, like, you have a really good point. And, like, that's from the casual fan. So, like, think about the guy who's, like, watching Zach Wilson week to week. His QBR was 11. Like, it, it, it was 11, Alex. So, it's all fair criticism. I'm not mad at Zach Wilson for this game. I think he had a great game. I'm not mad at him for how he answered this question. There's no right answer. There's no wrong. There is a wrong answer. And he might have you know, told the line towards the wrong answer, but there's no right yeah. answer, I guess is my point. I don't think anything of less or more of him after that press conference. However, yeah. I do think more of him after this game, which is so sad because it was 13 for 23 with, with an 11 QBR. I can't stand that number. I have to keep talking about it with no throwing touchdowns, no turnovers, but he had that rushing touchdown. Yep. So, uh, I mean, it was a QB sneak, uh, whatever. So, uh, even that, I'm impressed with him. So that, that that's my take. My take on his question, I'm, I don't really care. I uh, to be like, I guess that's my answer. But on his game today, I think he impressed. Uh, as sad as that is, it's, it's so sad. But I think he did well today. And here's so outside of the performance, the first half he was good. Second half, not not good. Like I'm not gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, oh, it was a good performance. We saw a tale of two halves once again. We saw some accuracies. We saw all the stuff, all the stuff that we've been talking about throughout this season. With regards to his answer, I actually, I agree with you. You actually took my response. I do side with Willie Cologne more between what Bart Scott and Ledger had to say. And I think they're all too, it's a little too much. Okay. They're annoyed. And you, and, and, and yeah, but they are annoyed. But at the same time, 
once again, like you said, put yourself in Zach's shoes. It has been a very rough season for him. Okay. Injury, bad play. He's getting heat. Rookie like, coaches. Rookie, rookie coaches. Players. He has third. How many people? How, 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 how many QB quarterback coaches in his ear? He, he just got three. one. Like he just yeah, but he just got, he got like a three, real one. Four like, people in his ear. He's trying to figure <laughs> out being pulled in different directions on how to play. It's stressful for him, man. So when you come out and you think and everyone's trying to help you, everyone's trying to get you on track, and then he's trying to do more. And it's just frustrating for him because he's used to success and now he's in a situation where it's not successful. You there's no way to paint this as success. Okay. Yeah. There's no way this season you could paint it as, as success. So for him to give an answer like that, I get it. Like I get why he's frustrated. Because if I was in that situation, I'm trying to. I'm working my ass off, you know. In <laughs> practice, he's about to bust off, yo. <laughs> right? It's just I, I traveled to London. Like you're not me personally, but like if I'm Zach Wilson, like I traveled yeah. to London, I did all this stuff. Like I'm here, I'm showing I was up. Seventeen zero every week. You okay, think about how I feel. <laughs> yeah, like, like you think I want to get injured and have uh, Mike White come out here and create quarterback yeah. a, a quasi quarterback controversy? Like that's not what I want, but. I'm trying my best to work out here. It's my first year in the NFL. It's hard. It's difficult. <laughs> so I get that he's frustrated. I will say that they're going to chew you up, man, if you keep doing this. So that's you got to tell the line. You're- you got to tell the line of how you respond. So that's where I say, do I understand where he's coming from? Yeah, I don't worry about that stuff. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You the W, you worry about the W than the than the performance, but that performance actually does matter. Like <laughs> yeah. the, the 300 yards. That shit does matter. Touchdowns does matter because that's how you win in these games. So you can't say, yeah, that I don't worry about that stuff. You should be worrying about that. You should not worry about the, the, the personal stats, but you should be worrying about what that stat covers, which is the general play of the offense. So, cause they need you. You can't rely all on the running game. They also need you to do better, but I get his frustration. Overall, I think, I think Bart Scott. It's funny. I would like to read Curious George again, go back to a simpler time, but I can't. So, <laughs> That's so funny. Read anything. But, <laughs> read that leadership. Read, read Curious George. <laughs> Art of War. Read that book too. Also a good book. But look, it's. I think it's a little too much. I get it. I get it. And I also get Ledger and Bart's jobs too. Like they got a, this season's, this season's a wash, man. Like, what we're doing well, right, like for the last know, twenty years, has been a wash. But no, but but really, <laughs> trying to create content and figure out like what to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. For these guys, when you're that's a good like, point. He- heavily centric, like what do you talk about? Like these guys are fr- like they want a good team. When it's when we're here I know week. us too, we're here too. <laughs> I know it's tough out here, as you always say. So I get that. I get their standpoint too. Like from everyone's angle, it's like, look, man, I want you to do well so I can praise you. So I don't have to come out here and create something that's interesting and engaging because the things that's going to engage somebody if I have to slander the shit out of you. So that way people start clicking up. You see Twitter from this video just starts to ramp up because that's what it is. But at the end of the day, DJ asked a fair question. Like DJ is being comfortable in asking a fair question. Now, Zach did come out and, and open up the game very well. He went six for nine for 66 yards that first drive, right? You get Braxton Barrios within 10 plays, 83 yards. They march down the field. You have that end around to Braxton Barrios for the two-yard rush uh, I touchdown. I know. I you can won. talk about him all day. I know. He, I yo, love Braxton Barrios. And he, and he threw I that love, shoulder. He could be a jet for the rest of his life. He really can. What, the, he, you you and Greg say like the Wayne Corbett. It's really like the Wayne Corbett, like a dude who's just busting his ass to like stay on the team. Yeah. He, he, has, hard, he, man. He, he got cut off the Patriots. 
His, yeah, that's his the best girlfriend part is a 10 out of 10. It's our Danny I mean, Woodhead. He's our Danny Woodhead. The guy okay? has everything, man. The guy has everything. And you know what's so funny that you point out Zach Wilson's first drive? I didn't realize that it was six for nine. Dude, mm-hmm. that's half his completions. That's what he, I'm saying. He got 13 completions in the game. Yeah. And then <laughs> like, six like, of them was in the first drive. And that's why it bothers me because like I look at Tua's stat line and you could tell if someone watched the game. Because like, okay, Zach Wilson, 13 for 23, 170 yards. You know, Tua, 60 for 27, 196 yards. Sounds good. Two touchdowns. You know, Zach has the one touchdown. Like the numbers are pretty are pretty similar. But Tua looked good today. He did. Dude, he had some he had some throws that landed right in the right in the bread basket. He had some dimes to Gizeki. He had some terrible throws too, right? But don't get me started he, about Devontae. I need Devontae Parker this entire season, man. I so angry. Dude, so angry. Dude, every, dude, the Dolphins need Devontae Parker every single season. And he comes up for literally two weeks a year. <laughs> <laughs> and it just happens to be versus the Jets. Oh man. But anyway, getting back on track to Zach Wilson. Like, look, even in the first half in total, right? He went nine for fourteen for 118 yards. Like, yo, he was more he completions. Was, dude, he everything was, goes into different context when yo, once he, he told me that first drive. He had three completions yo, and in the think rest about of the half. half. <laughs> and then, and that, and that, like, we think about the first half, like, he, he helped this team march down the field to get, like, 17 Nothing. points. Like, we're, we're talking about a 17 point lead that we, we, 17 points in the first half, seven point lead, a full on touchdown. Okay. We scored 17 in the first half, huh? Wow. Scored 17 in the first half. Look, <laughs> in the first quarter, first quarter, we had 16 play, we had 16 plays that tallied to 10 points. Yo, and time of possession was six. Was it six minute? Uh, we had a six minute for a uh, six minute drive, then a two minute drive that went to the, the field goal. And then for the last touchdown, uh, before the half, it was four minute. Like we were more, the Jets were moving the ball, like, mm-hmm. you know, 10, six, eight plays. Like we're Zach Wilson was doing stuff out here in the first half. So that's why you look at him in the first half. You're like, okay, balls weren't always, they were, in the general vicinity, for the most part, like eh, he's got to get better with the accuracy, which we could talk about full on. That you know, that was the thing that he was, he came out of college with. That was supposed to be the the thing is that he was an accurate quarterback. But uh, Josh Allen's not accurate, right? I hate. Ugh, God, <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't know what. But this is anymore. the thing. But that's the thing, right? So I'm not concerned because if someone like Josh Allen who had accuracy issues can get better, I'm not worried about a guy who came out with. I think he's a lot. There's he's in his head a lot and. Listen to the Can't Wait podcast by the Athletic with Connor Hughes. Good podcast. Uh, checked it out. And yep. after the Saints game, he was talking about how essentially Zach Wilson has the yips and he's trying to do too much. He's trying to do some Aaron Rodgers-esque level put quarterback playing. And they referenced uh, when he was out in Atlanta. And he's trying to look off the, the safeties and the cornerbacks, but then do a complete body motion to like this com- – this advanced body motion that Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes can do, but he's a rookie. He can't do that. He's, he's not, he went from the foundation to just going to expert without even working out on the things he needs to do at the NFL level. So he needs to go back and do things. And on top of that, you have three or four dudes in your ear on how to play quarterback. It's a lot, man. It's a lot trying yeah. to everyone sound like, can you imagine having four people in your ear to how to be an attorney? Well, let me tell you, John, you got to really work about writing. No, 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 no. You need to work on your public speaking. No, 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 no. You got to work on your re- your analytical and reading skills. Can you imagine having three people like, what the hell do yeah. I focus on? So I go, yeah. I only feel for this dude, man. I only feel for this dude. But then to come out in the second half and only have throw for 52 yards. It's rough, man. Uh, that's rough. 
That RJ Barrett's stat lines is not what you want from your quarterback. I'll tell you that much. It is not. So <laughs> we saw some good stuff from Zach, and then we just saw he went back to being in rookie mode. But at the same, like at the same time, oh, you will get you will get the you will get the reminding Alex. Let's hear. No, you will get you will get you will get the you will get the Dolphins defense that's super blitz heavy. We're out guys that Zach Wilson needs like no Elijah Moore, no Corey. Like as much as like we can get on Corey Davis, like Corey Davis helps him. Okay, like it's a guy that he has relied on. No, he forces the ball to him. (laughs) Does he does? And that's another. I mean, that's another thing about Zach. Like he has to learn not to force the ball, but. What are we working with Jameson Crowder today? Didn't work. Yeah, but look what we're working with here. Like Michael Carter coming off an injury, didn't have a good outing. Eight carries for 18 yards. Then you have Tevin Coleman who led the way with eight carries for 50 yards. So your running game was inconsistent, which we said we needed the running game to really establish what we're going to do today. But that didn't work out, especially when you need also your quarterback to help the run. It's a balance. You need, And if your quarterback can't help in the second half when – you have now the lead, and now you can start running the ball. Get a little, get a not too conservative, but get a little conservative. Start to not fully run out the clock, but just establish that balanced <clears throat> offensive attack. It's just he didn't get the full on team effort, and this is where I'm saying, like for Zach, it, it's just tough. You know, it's tough, and when you have to throw to obviously Jameson Crowder, Max and Bar- Braxton Barrios are best wide receivers out there. Oh, Ryan Griffin, my favorite, Tower Croft, <laughs> Keelan Cole. You know, and then let's not even get into Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims, you got three targets today. You, this this guy's the uh, Denzel Mims. You're such a disappointment, such a disappointment. But I was gonna, you know, it's so funny. I was gonna say I was I was waiting till you're done here to make two comments. One, I am done with Denzel Mims. So I'm so happy that you and like I've been trying to say that. I'm like I'm done. I'm done. Thank you very much. I will take a conditional six round pick. Seriously, I'm I'm just done with Denzel Mims. And on the second half of that. You, you you alluded to it, but you you've been kind of alluding to it all episode. Talk to me about that trick play in the first in the first drive. Like that's really what it was, right? That's why we like, without that ridiculous trick play. I don't know what we do. If we're gonna even have we need more trick plays. plays. We need more trick plays. <laughs> Do you like that you, though? Like, what do you think about that? Like, when, when you see that kind of crazy stuff from like this year's Jets. Like it's not Brad Smith where we're like really good and we're trying to find like a gadget here to just like open it up to like, you know, have the defense on their heels. No, this is like desperation trick plays. Like we're just straight up doing uh hook and ladders in the on the first drive. Like what do you Look, think? Man, about what that? whatever to get this team go- you have to help build some sort of confidence with this team to get going in this game. So whatever you need to do, whether that's trick plays, gadget plays. Shit, if the Wildcat is getting this team going, go run the Wildcat. I don't care. Uh, wow, you need to, okay. you need, you need to build con- this, it's, this team is struggling. So man. desperate, Look. bro. So desperate. But we are like, where, what <laughs> yeah, position is this so team desperate. in? This team is so desperate. You need to do something to spark some life. So if that's the way you can get a touchdown, that's what you got to do. Unfortunately, we stalled out in the second half. So it comes down to not having a, a, a full on team effort, but it goes on the quarterback's shoulders because they're the leader. It sucks that he's a rookie, but he's the leader. He's the guy that you, 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 yeah. And then to make matters worse, yet we're having our backup tackle and guard in there, like Feeney. <laughs> Man, forget Feeney, bro. McDermott on his left tackle is, is all you need to know. Yeah, but that's it. Like McDermott and Feeney, that's a no, new, no, no. So it's a. a a lot of it is 
this is the they call this the ultimate team sport for a reason. And I agree with that statement 100%. Because once the once everything starts breaking down, once you start getting to your third string left tackle, boy, we are we are struggling, you know? So it's this game is just wrapped up saying like we saw we saw the flash again from Zach Wilson in the first half, but this team couldn't close out because on both ends, you can't have your defense giving up over 20 plus points in the second half and not stopping the run where you're allowing Duke Johnson four string running back to just go for a field day. Like you just can't allow that. And then Zach Wilson not showing up in the second half too. It was a complete, it was a complete show in the first and a complete wet down in the se- second half. So that's all I have to say about this game, man. You know, there's, there's not much more to, to add into it. It's a rapid reaction for this. Uh, unless you got anything else you want to say. No, shout out to Eddie Pinheiro. <laughs> <laughs> three for three of the extra points. Guy, guy got a 27-yarder. Killing it. Finally, finally got a kicker that could do something around here. Look at that. <laughs> man killed it today, too. Like, I just don't understand the slander for man. So that just pisses me off. Dude, honestly, if we're out, if, if you're, if we're out here slandering <laughs> our punter who, what the hell are we doing, man? He had shout an injury. Double-doinked double it in today. Like we we had, come on, Brandon Man was injured. Can we just relax? Like the punter is not someone I'm killing. Like I kill the punter when it's uh, when you're the New York Giants and it gets the Philadelphia Eagles and you get kicked to Deshaun Jackson. That's when you get to kill the punter. <laughs> yeah, I but agree. if your punter is like what? what? What do you want him to do? Like he's not winning you games. I'm like consistent. Yeah, ba- right. Let's relax. Want you want to kill the kicker right. for missing field goals? Kill the kicker. We're, next thing, you, next thing you know, we're gonna be attacking the long snapper. God damn it, that wasn't a crisp spiral. Spiral. Yeah, you're right. No, you're totally right. I think it's nonsense, but I just I like I like to shout out to the special teams on a week by week basis, just so we have a record of they it. They need love. Yeah, no, they need love. Yeah. They need love too. They need love. And this is all about Hardy too. Yeah, man, I'm good game without Hardy. Well, you know, shout out to him. Facts. Well, John, I think that wraps it up for this. Uh, Jets yeah, man. Reaction. We killed it on winning picks weekly once again. We absolutely nailed that Saturday game too, like being a fishy line. All I'm saying is, dude, Greg and I, our producer, we know what's going on in winning picks weekly. You guys do. If you, it, I, maybe we don't get the pick right at the end, but we definitely have the conversation right. At least because we sometimes split the picks, so we can't always be right, obviously. But we definitely have the correct conversation, leading you on the right path. So definitely. Uh, it's on, it's on the Knicks, Jets, et cetera, YouTube. So definitely subscribe to that YouTube, hit that notification button. You'll have the Jets episode, the Knicks episodes, and the winning pick weekly episodes on our YouTube. Also, it's on Apple Spotify along with Knicks, Jets, et cetera. Hit that subscribe. Alex, you want, you want, you want, you want to hit the, hit the, hit me, hit the play button on the Alex outro. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, I also want to touch in on that before I, I do get, I really appreciated the, the whole, ranking of the quarterbacks, although I'm very confused on how this list was created. Uh, we do have, we, we're going to need this list to be a little bit more tight Listen, and crisp. Uh, Listen, Alex, not blaming they, you. Come, they, they come for our winning picks weekly gambling pod to go to the full slate. They do not come for our quarterback rankings, especially Greg's, <laughs> because I don't know what that boy's doing. So they come for our game to game. The guy is good. He had the Chiefs nailed. I mean, the, the guy is good. He can't get Atlanta right. He, we, 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 he knows what he's doing with the teams, with the quarterbacks, 
He has hatred for Russell Wilson. He likes Derek Carr. Wants Big Ben. Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, I mean, Greg, you're here. Uh, you can you can give us uh, you can give us your, your old take if you if you want to, you know. Explain why. Uh, Ryan no, I don't Tannehill. want to explain why. How does that sound? I don't want to explain why. If you want an explanation, if you want to hear the list, check out Winning Picks Weekly. Go give it a listen. It's towards the end of the episode after we run through the slate. And there's, no, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit. There's no convincing you guys otherwise. We all have our opinion. There is no convincing us there's that Ryan none. Tannehill, Big Ben, and Derek Carr are better than Russell Wilson. You know, oh, Derek Carr is second, second in the league in passing, but okay, you know. <laughs> You guys, you guys feel a certain way. I feel a certain way. <laughs> My God, the unlimited hate for Russell Wilson is ridiculous out in these streets. And on that note, thank you everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Next Jets Etc. podcast. Please make sure to give us a five star rating, review, whatever you want to call it on Apple Podcasts if you listen there. And also make sure to leave a comment. It helps us out oh so greatly. But if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, it's okay. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. Okay? Also, we're on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our channel, Knicks, Jets, etc. All right? And also, while you're there, if you're watching the video, hit a like button, hit that notification bell. And while you're there, John just talked about it. Winning Picks Weekly. These guys are killing it, man. Greg and John are killing it with their picks. Greg's not necessarily killing it with the quarterback list, but hey, <laughs> you guys are killing it with the picks, so make sure to go check it out. And the list yeah. we're talking about, go check out I'm the so week nervous. feed. <laughs> I'm so nervous that Derek Carr just turned into like, yeah. like Super Bowl MVP. Meanwhile, Russell Wilson like giving us his eighth pick and then getting <laughs> traded. Greg's gonna be on top of the world. It's gonna be a fun uh, offseason. Greg, Greg, Greg's gonna be like a freaking Simba, where it's like ah, to <laughs> just like hanging out at the top of the rock. Like I said, I, I already figured it out. It's because he got drafted by the Yankees. You guys love him. <laughs> oh, because of bias. It is what it is. We figured it out. We got to the bottom of it. He's our shortstop, oh. Greg. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what do you was, want? If you got drafted by the Mets, maybe I'd be saying something different. <laughs> Who knows? If he was your oh. shortstop, you would not be slandering him. Exactly. Like I know. We got <laughs> We're fine. Oh, my God. Well, that's too much Mets talks on this podcast. All right. But last but not least, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. All right. You can Spotify, find you handles. name it. We are there. Oh, my God. This, this, this is off the rails. You can find our <laughs> handles on the bottom of each episode, even for Winning Picks Weekly. Okay. When you go watch our episodes, all of our names underneath us, underneath the screens. Those are our handles. So make sure to go follow us there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. We'll catch you later this week for another Knicks and Jets episode. All right. Catch you later. Last yeah. one. Last ones of the year for me. Let's go Jets.